0: The Inconvenient Truth presents Yeah, 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 yeah,
1: yeah, 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 yeah. Sideline to the sweet, players and executives meet, talking about doves and defeats. Sideline to the From the sideline where the players at Two executives up in the suite. Talking about practice. Say I'm heat. Playoffs, they can't compete. I want winners that wanna win. Fall down, get back up again. Talking sports gonna tell a friend about sideline to the sweet. As an executive me, talking about dubs and defeat, hey, sideline hey, sweet, to the
0: Welcome back welcome back to the sideline to the sweet sports podcast that's more like a show i am your glorious host td stroman the third boy 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 it is looking like 2021 is about to be spectacular it is now fall of 2021 welcome to october this is a special edition of sideline to the sweet sports podcast that's more like a show As you know, if you've been sticking around with our podcast, we are growing. As we go, we will grow. So stick and stay with us. Man, man, oh man, it has been a lot going on. I want to thank each and every one of y'all that have downloaded or subscribed or liked our page or even just commented and had good conversational banter on all the social networks from Twitter to Facebook to IG to anywhere you can find the sideline to the Sweet Sports Podcast that's more like a show, and especially myself, T.D. Storm in the third, where the eyes of a player meets the mind of an executive that is the sideline to the sweet, the premise of our podcast. I used to be a player. I played at a level, not the highest level, but I was a player, and I was an executive not an executive at the highest level, but a good enough level. So that's what I came up with this premise of the podcast. Sideline to the Sweet Sports Podcast. That's more like a show. So if you see a friend, tell a friend to tell a friend to tune in, all right? The way you can get involved with this show, you can always hit us on our 24-7 hotline, 443-431-9286. Or you can hit us on our email, sideline to the suite at gmail.com. If you don't know what that's spelled, that's S-I-D-E. L-I-N-E-T-O-T-H-E-S-U-I-T-E at gmail.com. Tell a friend to tell a friend to tune in to the best sports talk podcast. That's more like a show, all right? But again, this is a special edition of the Sideline to the Sweet Sports Podcast. That's more like a show. Make sure you hit our website, Sideline with the number 2, the sweet Dot com, all right, sideline to the sweetcom We'll we be having all our videos. We are on YouTube too, sideline to the sweet YouTube slash sideline to the suite. We're going to start having some videos up there. So please tell a friend, binge watch, we're going to get our videos up. We just hired us a video content director. Oh man, but I will be remiss if I don't at least acknowledge our uh, producer a few words. Mr. Good Lab Production himself. Do you have something to talk, say something to the people? 443-431-9286.
2: Four, four, three, four, three, Sideline to the suite. That's all you need to know.
0: Really, man? I, I mean, like, seriously. Like, really? I mean, all right. You know what? We ain't gonna go there. We got we got a panel that's waiting for us. We got an exclusive joint. So we are going. This is just a opening to our huddle conversation. I told you. Let's turn the music off. Cut the music. This is our First ever episode of the huddle. The Sideline to the suite presents the huddle. It is a group discussion. I have a panel of of individuals waiting to have a discussion on all things football. So make sure you stick around for that. Then I'll close out with a couple of my thoughts on what the football game is myself. So make sure you stick and stay. This is about an hour-long special edition of the Sideline to the Sweet Sports Podcast. That's more like a show. So if you want to be a part of our next huddle, We'll be having a huddle. We'll try to do a huddle every week or every two weeks. So if you want to be a part of the huddle, again, hit us at 443-431-9286. Or you can email us at sideline the suite at gmail.com. Our next huddle will be about the basketball season that's coming up. So if you want to be a part of that, make sure you hit us at 443-431-9286. Leave your first and last name, an email, a contact number, and we will be making sure that we get back in touch with you. Alright, so before we move on to our huddle, I get to my esteemed panel. Then we got about four guests that's gonna be a part of this huddle. I just want I'd like to facilitate some uncomfortable conversations. We're gonna talk a little bit about football and we're gonna see some, we're gonna see, we're gonna get a chance to see some fans from every different perspective, every different um uh, team or where they from where they seen it in the eat the region or the world, and I see what their thought process is. So again, if you wanna be a part of this, hit us up All four one nine two eight six. All right. So, again, this is the sideline to the suite, and this is our first edition of the huddle, and we will get right to that right when we return. Stick and stay with us. When you hear, nephew, 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 you now listen to the sideline to the sweet sports podcast. That's more like a show. Welcome back to the sideline to the Sweet Sports Podcast. More like a show. I am your glorious host, TD Stroman III, and this is our first edition of The Huddle. We'll be talking about the state of NFL, in particular pro football as a whole. So, I want to get, before we get started, I do want to make sure that we get a chance to introduce our illustrious panel. Again, you don't have to be an expert, you don't have to be a paid professional. You don't even have to be a player. If you want to be a part of the Sideline to the Sweet Sports Podcast, that's more like a show, make sure you hit us up at 443 431 9286 on an email at sideline to the sweet at gmail.com. Sideline to the sweet at gmail.com. So, if you want to be a part of the Sideline to the Sweet, that's how you get with us. four four three four three one nine two eight six. 431 9286. This is our first huddle. If you might have heard about any of our previous episodes, I talk about this huddle where we're going to have some group discussions on a particular topic or some subject matter that's involved in sports and it can be entertainment. Today it is pro football, pro football as a whole from top to bottom. We're going to be discussing a little bit. So before we get started, I do want to introduce my illustrious panel. So I will. we are doing this through um, our Zoom call. We're going to give you some video. So make sure you check us out on our YouTube page or our IG page or our Facebook page so you will be able to chance to see this. And you can also get the audio version of this podcast where all podcasts are found I found at all right. So first and foremost let's start with uh I'll go to my first panelist out of Houston. I'll give him a chance to introduce himself. He goes by the name of Mike Moore. Mike, will you introduce yourself, please? Yeah. So my name is Mike Mike Moore. I go by Mike Mo.
3: Houston, Texas, uh, as far as a favorite team, man, it was the Houston Texas till we lost Watson and uh, Tyrod Taylor, man. I don't, I don't know what to do now.
0: So that, that sounds like that was your favorite players. Then you're not a you're not a, a favorite team. It was the team players come I'm, and go? Not the I'm, not I'm, the play, not the other I'm, way around, there, Mike. I'm just asking. We, we it's gonna, the huddle. We gonna go
3: with Kansas City.
0: Man. Okay, you, so you just flipped the team right there the like of the beginning of the huddle. City. Okay, Kansas City it is. You coming out of Houston. We're not going to judge nobody. This is a judgment-free zone at the sidelines of the suite, and this is our first huddle. So appreciate you joining us, Mike Moe, straight out of Houston. Let's give him a hand clap. <laughs> Let's go to another one of our panelists. To my right, we're we'll going to go to uh, Nate Stroman, Jr. You introduce yourself. Uh, I'm
4: Nate Stroman. I'm from California, and my favorite team is the Seattle Seahawks.
0: The Seattle Seahawks. How long have you been a Seahawks fan?
4: I've been a Seahawks fan for like five, six years.
0: For five, six years. So you basically been a mm-hmm. Seahawks fan since they've been good. Is yeah. You know what you're saying? All right. Oh, yeah. At least you're honest. At least you're an honest fan. That's definitely um but I'm really not I'm not really fond of the Seahawks. Um, so flock on away. But appreciate you having Give them a hand clap to Nate Jr. All right, then we're going to go down to, we're going to go down the line a little bit. We're going to check out my man, Ryan. Can you introduce yourself there,
2: brother? What's going on, y'all? Uh, Ryan Wallace, AKA Bread, from PG County, DMV, you know. Uh, favorite team is your uh, Washington football team, formerly known as those Redskins, you know. <laughs> okay, can you tell the people that, that's not in the area
0: that know what the DMV, what part of the DMV are you from, sir?
2: I am
0: from Fordsville. What's the state, sir? That's what we was looking for. Not another city, so Oh, Oh, my. <laughs> you gave us the county. Then Mer- gave Maryland, us the man. City. Merlin, all right. Merlin, there you Merlin. go. Merlin. You're working with me, brother. There you <laughs> go. All right. So we got Ryan Wallace coming out of Maryland. His favorite team is the football team. How long have you been a fan of the football team there, Mr. Wallace? Uh, all
2: my life, man. Ever since I went to my first game, matter of fact, that 91, uh, The year we won the Super Bowl, I went to the first game of the year at RFK when we played the uh, Detroit Lions, beat them 45-0.
0: Oh man, that I mean, they ain't really saying nothing. The Detroit Lions ain't been good since. I mean, Bur- then. I, mean, I, I, mean Barry, I understand. Barry Sanders understand.
2: was on that team, man. Come on, man. Yeah, I mean, they was relevant. They was relevant.
0: They then. was. They was. They definitely <laughs> was. They definitely was. And he, we, we see he left at what twenty five. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> but uh, he's <laughs> Megatron did the same thing. But I appreciate give a hand clap up for Ryan Wallace for being on the huddle. Last but not least, oh no, how many, well, We got another guest panelists on here. Um, he goes by the name of Andrew Green. Let's see if he's there. Can you unmute yourself and introduce yourself and tell the people where you're from, your favorite team?
5: Hello, how you doing? This is Andrew Green. We're from Southeast D.C. Uh, my favorite team is uh, the Washington football team.
0: The Washington football team. So we got two football team um, uh, fans here. Uh, can you tell the people how long have you been a fan of the football team?
5: I'm telling my age. I'm uh, about 43. About 40 years. <laughs> About 40
0: years. years. Hey, that ain't yeah. that ain't nothing. That means you could be 45. <laughs> you mean that you might have been like him since you was three. Nobody knows. Mm-hmm. Nobody cares. All right. That's all right. Oh, that's good to hear. We're, we we does give a hand clapped out for Andrew. A long time Washington football team. He might have been might have been a fan of when they had the leather back helmets, but mm-hmm. that's here and all there. All right. Do we have any other guests over here? Uh good laugh. Am I missing anybody? Am I missing any other guests? All right, that is our guest today for the huddle. So first and foremost, as I said before, I want to set the agenda. We're going to do three topics in this huddle. We're going to probably keep you about 45 minutes, no longer than an hour. I want to really dive in deep on about football, all right? So we're going to talk a little bit about the state of football. So our agenda today, some of our seconds, we're going to talk about so our first topic going to be uh, really about the state of football we're um, going we're going to have a little discussion about the state of football then we're going to come back we're going to talk a little bit about sports gambling and fantasy see how many of you guys play uh, sports that bet or even that that in partake in sports gambling from a perspective on fantasy and then I want I want to try to see who's the real Nostradamus when it comes to predicting and really knowing the sport before stuff happens before its hindsight 2020 you know everybody always know What happened after the game? But I want to know who's really going to be on point before the game. So we're going to talk four football games this week. And I want to know who's your AFC and NFC title games and your Super Bowl champion. There will be some money on the line for that. So start thinking about that too. All right, fellas. So before we get started, as we get started with our first segment, we're going to talk about the state of football. All right. You know, football has been in a space where everybody's kind of attacking the physicality of football, how it attacks on your body. We've seen what concussions is doing. We're seeing uh, the constant injuries from ACLs to when you come out of that, you're really more beat up than a boxer is. So we're, we're seeing that affect football from – we thought it was affecting football uh, from a standpoint that it was getting at the ratings supposedly and, and things of that nature. So my question to you, um, the panel and the group, where is, where, is, where is your opinion of the state of football? Do you think it's in a space – where it's still ascending and it still has another level or two of popularity that can get to? Or is it starting to come down because people are just not feeling the game from a safety standpoint? So I'm going to bring that question to you first, Andrew. Where do you see the state of football? Since you've probably been the longest 10-year fan, where do you see the state of football right now? Do you see the, the popularity still going up? Or do you see that it's, a, it's starting to wane for the game of football?
5: Well, it's it's not like it used to be the far as the physical uh, part of it, like you know what I'm saying to hit they you know, throw a flag or stuff like that for somebody hitting hitting harder, you know what I'm saying? When they come across the middle or they think you, you know, hammer the hammer they throw a flag. But as far, as, uh football, uh, it's the number one sport. So I think it's in a good, you know, space right now. So
0: all right, that's good. That's good. All right, let I me mean, yeah. let me see where where you at with it, Mike Mo. Where you what you see with that? Do You think football is going to a space where everybody is still still going and people are, are it, it surpassed America's pastime, or do you think it's starting to descend? What's your opinion on that? Man,
3: I, I think it's a new crowd coming in and a certain crowd going out, and and y'all may not see it where y'all are, but here in Texas. And uh, I don't want to get too political, but just use your imagination. Folks that aren't, that don't think like I do, don't even watch football anymore.
0: No, nah, please. You ain't got to get political, but please don't stop. the. Tell us where we from, cause we're from because I don't, this is why I want to do something like this. I don't want everybody from one area telling their opinion when we got 50 well, different just, states and things. So I want to know so- what you're saying.
3: Go ahead. Us being in Texas, we have some real opinionated folks, different political parties, different races, right? So, this, the other, if you mention football, they get a little dicey. They don't even watch pro football anymore. They watch college, but I know we all in football, we all in fantasy, we all in DraftKings, we doing everything, but I, it's just because of the political climate. I think with the knee and the Kaepernick and the anthem and all that. That's why they don't like
0: it. There you go. There you go. There you go. That's what that that was my next question to you. I want to follow up with you because it's not necessarily. It seems like it sounds like. Now correct me if I'm if I'm making the wrong observation. It sounds like you're saying that people are really turning off on the game where you at because of the political version of it, not necessarily the safety. We're not hearing that because the kid with the concussions and, no, and the they're nice not worried con-
3: about this. They're not worried about this about the safety. Uh, I rarely have discussions dealing with safety. Mm-hmm. Um, I do understand that It is a very serious thing. If I had a son at that age, I'm not sure if I would want him to do it. But I played football all my life from little league all the way up. You know, and but you know I've just be. Because of that, I know it's a future. Later on, I want him, you know, my son, to have all his faculties and everything, and, and, we, and we really hate for an incident to happen. But going back to the political deal is 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 um uh, uh it's 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 very pronounced. You can really really see it. Folks are very vocal about it, and don't mind getting in your face on how they feel where football is going from their perspective. But I don't see it that way. But That's
0: what's very prevalent down here. No, and that's and that's exactly what I want to hear. I mean, that's exactly what we want to hear. I mean, we want to see, and we know it's a lot going on in Texas right now. Uh, You know, we we know it's a lot that we're not going to really speak on as if that's going on on that's beyond sports. You know, they open
3: can with two guns without a license. Now and and man, I could go on and on, but we're gonna stay on fantasy
0: football, man. Don't, we're don't we gonna, gonna on stay that. on football, but we're gonna get to we're gonna we're gonna continue that Kaepernick one. Anybody that no. let me go to you, Ryan. What do you feel like the game is at right now? I mean, you you're fairly young. You've been around for a little bit. Where you see the game at right now? Do you think it's still ascending? You think health is some of the things that's bringing it down, or you think it's where Mike Moe is saying it's more political because of Kaepernick?
2: Um, I think it's ascending, man. And I think, I know I'm jumping the gun, but with one of your topics about gambling, I think gambling and fantasy has brung in, has brung in a crowd that didn't normally watch football. A la women. Women, you know, for the most part, it's predominantly male. I've talked to numerous m- women and no women that are in fantasy leagues. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. I think once you start bringing in different, G- genre of people or, or or women or whatever i mean in the whole gambling aspect of doing the gambling during the game on your phone i mean you bring it r- right there you just entering all types of people who would not wouldn't normally watch the sport so i think it's really ascending regardless of and i get it of the health stuff and you know the safety thing like my son you know he 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 been in little league since he was four years old and I always said once he got to the high school level, I don't know if I would want him to play because that's when them jokers really, really start striking you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. At his level, they Keep gonna just tackle. You yeah. know?
0: Okay. That that's that's good insight. I love that. Yeah. I mean, I I think that's really really good insight. Now let's go to our youngest panelist, Nate Junior. What do you what do you see it at? What do you see the game with the game of football right now? Now you just one that's in you in that space with Ryan is saying you're kind of getting yeah. in because of fantasy yeah.
4: in that or just, just like how Ryan's saying, like more fantasy and betting has been taking over and they bring like more people to the game. Also like women, women, I like met a couple of girls that I go to college with and they play fantasy football. They're into their sports and everything. And I would say like it's on the ascending path. Now that COVID is kind of settling down, more people can go in the games, more people can see their team watch and then watch the betting games there. So I think it's like, I think it's going up and I think people are still watching and still Watching the football because of betting, fantasy football, just all those obstacles that you can watch the game for.
0: Well, let me ask you this. Since you being the youngest one of all, all of us here, is do you see your generation still wanting to play football because of the physicality and the things that's going on in football?
4: Um, Yeah, some people, it's just like 50-50 right now. Some people, you know, those injuries and all that. But then when you look at the NFL from now, from back then, back then they were hitting hard. They, there was no helmet to helmet. But now you get like flags for even taunting. And helmet to helmet and all that other stuff. So I feel like it's, like, on a 50-50 level, but more like people are going to play because of how, like, they throw flags now and care about the safety.
0: Good insight. That's a good insight because my I, I'm I'm one that's to a point where I think that if you start to lose individuals that's the talented ones that don't want to play, then we might be in a space where we're not having good talented people playing. We might be the replacements. We might have to bring Flacco out. What's his name? Falco. That played for the replacement, he's gonna be the, the the quarterback. So let me ask you this, Andrew. If if people stop, if the talented individual stop playing the game or stop wanting to play the game with sports, and the, the talent drops off, we're seeing now the third stringer be the first stringer. Or we're seeing the kid that might be in Canadian football now being the player that's playing, that's starting for like how y'all got you got Taylor Heineke. You know what I mean? Now that's your that's your number one draft picks at quarterback. Instead of the ones we seeing now, would that would that waver the way you feel about the game? I know it's a hypothetical, but I want to see what you think.
5: Yeah, I mean, like a, just look, just look at when we, the first two preseason game, you know, the starters don't play, so that 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 I lose, we lose interest for, you know with that. Good example. You know Good example. And uh, so the third, you know, we, we we be waiting to watch the third, you know, the third foot, you know the third game before, you know, it, it changed it to three uh, preseason games. We used to wait for the you know, to watch the third because we see all the starters and stuff like that. But the first two preseason, I had no interest in, in the, you know, watching that. So we need the star power, you know what I'm saying?
0: Good, good great, great insight on that one. Let me see if I can get um, – let me see if uh, – let, let me get Mike Mo one more time on that one. Mike Mo, let me get to you real quick, Mike. Now, you – Let's bring. Come on, I want to go back to that that conversation where we had with, um, well Kaepernick, and I want to transition to that in the state of football. Do you think because it sounds like the first one when I was bringing up the health and safety about football, the first thing that you brought up was the political aspect of it. For when you said that, we know Texas as a state is on fire. It's a little polarizing right now on the decisions that's made policy wise. You can agree or disagree anybody out there, but you know it's on fire right now for policy. So now that we see what, a, what Kaepernick kind of brought the political into it, what did, what, do you think that that is going to be the phase? Now that how how much of a, a damaging eye do you think that the Kaepernick thing did for people that's going to not want their kids to come play football just from a racial standpoint or a social justice, not alone safety standpoint? I know I've heard some people that say, I want my kid playing football because it's a racist league or it's a league that's not for us. How much do you think that impact that, that Kaepernick taking the knee and the consequence I mean the the results of him taking that knee? What has happened since?
3: I mean, I I think I'm glad Kaepernick took the knee, and regardless of what the results was, the impact on the NFL, good. I think I think we needed that eye opener, right? But I'm, it's it's almost similar what's happening with Watson. I don't know how everybody feel about. If they think he did it, if they think he didn't do it, but it's almost the same thing. I think they they you know, they're gonna end up blackballing him out of the sport and all this. But um man, I'm 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 glad Kaepernick did what he did. And but I don't hear very much about folks not putting their kids in the sport because of the politics or because it's racist and whatnot. And it is, and we all know it, but I don't hear anybody saying they're not gonna do it. I'm just hearing other groups of folks saying they're not interested in it because of the, they don't the want to do the team. national anthem anymore. That's their thing. So that's kind of what I'm, as far as the safety thing goes, I, I, you know, I'm just not hearing very much about the safety, but I'm in a different group. I'm in a different cohort than young Nate. Right. You know, and, with, uh,
0: and that's, yeah. that's, that's what I, I wanted. That's what we want to hear. You know, that's what we want to hear. Cause me, like, like, um, I, I, let's go to Nate. Speaking of Nate, you the youngest one. You know you've been a you've been a fan now of the the Seahawks for about five or six years. So that's about the time that Kaepernick took a knee. How mm-hmm. much of it in your generation are you seeing? Do they even discuss Kaepernick's knee and?
4: Um, not really. I mean, they, the most, the most thing they talk about like Colin Kempernick is how he's not in the league, like how he's not even playing anymore. And how like, he just bounced out the league. Like honestly, Colin Kempernick, if he can't, he, he can probably get like a quarterback two or a starting quarterback in some of these teams positions, honestly.
0: And we hear yeah. a lot of that, but so you, so a lot of people just in your generation, they don't really see the, the, um, the action that he was trying to do. They're really just seeing what's the consequence of him just not being in the league, but not really – it's not resonating what he was trying to accomplish by taking that knee more yeah, than exactly. him Not Okay, that's that's an interesting thought. I, that's why I want to come to the young people. Because sometimes I think young people – you know, I think young people before us, maybe in the 50s and 60s, it was kind of um, not an opportunity for you to avoid being civically responsible or being in these conversations. I think nowadays <laughs> – it's you would think it would be it would it would be a lot more young people in it because it's becoming um, popular on social media to be an activist. But back then, if you was an activist or you wanted to be an advocate for something that was social justice, you really had something that might happen to you. You might get them dogs sick on you. You might get something happening. Go ahead, Mike. What you got?
3: Hey, I'm I'm curious. I want to ask young young Nate, man. Do they say anything about the national anthem? Does your cohort have any opinions on it? white or black?
4: Um, Like, what do you mean? Like the national anthem as in, like, it not playing as, or...
3: As far as... Right. Should it be played? Or are they... What are their opinions on... Uh, you know, if it's getting played, if it's not getting played, just what do they think about it in sports or in football?
4: Well, for me, I think that it should be played just out of respect of people that, you know, put their lives on this country and all that. I think it should still be played at any sports event or anything like that. So... I mean, yeah,
0: and that's that, that's cool because I mean I, I think a lot of times this generation it's um it's either a fad to want to be activists it it, it kind of looked that being a fad um because I don't think the consequences of when you said something back in the day was as um high as they are I mean they they're not as high now as they was then um Brenda like you had a thought what was your thought on that.
2: No, no, no. I mean, I was just listening and I, I just feel like with everything, like, it seemed like the agenda or the narrative changes as time goes by. Mm-hmm. Like, for instance, like Mike was saying about the anthem, I remember when like, I would go to some games and Jokers wouldn't stand. And like, people wouldn't stand. Then at the time went by, like I went to the uh, Skins preseason game, everybody's standing. All the, all the brothers standing, everybody's standing. It's just like uh, same thing with uh how many times all the uh, uh police uh shootings and stuff we kept hearing the whole time when Trump was in office. Now, how often have you heard anything about now? We know it's going on, but it's like it's like jokers move on, like the agenda, the narrative changes. So it's like as time goes on, it's almost like stuff gets forgotten. You know what I mean?
0: And I, I always tell people it's like social, I think social media has really made that happen because we what's the next scroll what's the next it's called tweet? it's called selective out
2: it's, it's called selective outrage
0: it is and it, uh, is. it it really is because you you see so much stuff on a regular basis that you can be outraged about you know what I mean you right, can get your right. you get your you, uh, get your blood boiling for where you don't see it back in the day you know if like to example we've seen we I, I I it's so funny how we've grown from where we at from Rodney King to where we're seeing Now, when you see police brutality, now it's so selective because you see it so much more often that back then you didn't see it as often as that. So when you seen something like what Rodney King was going through, it was like, oh, my God. And it's on videotape and it still wasn't brought to (laughs) the light. And now we're still talking about to this day. All right. So good conversation. Good conversation, man. Good. Great, great thoughts so far, man. We're going to take a break. We're going to come right back and we're going to jump into. We're gonna talk a little bit about that sports betting and daily fantasy. So stick with us. This is the sideline to the sweet sports podcast. If you want to pay that tuition, you need to listen to the gambling guru's intuition live on the sideline to the sweet sports podcast. More like a show. All right, we are back. We are back with our outstanding panelists and our good group that's having a discussion on the state of football. Man, I I thought that first conversation, that first segment was really, really good. I I wanted it to keep going. We probably could have kept going, but I do want to keep it moving. We are now want to talk about a little bit about the sports gambling side. Are you a fantasy football sports gambler? Are you really a gambler, gambler? Like someone that goes out there and get your parlays in? You're looking at the the sports spread. You're looking at the spreads on a regular basis, looking for the over unders. How do you get into sports gambling? So we want to start this conversation. I want to get to Ryan Brad Wallace out of Landover, PG County, Forsville gave you every location that he had. He's a football fan. He's a Washington football fan. Where are you at with it, Ryan? Are you a daily fan? Are you a fantasy football? What is your thoughts on fantasy and sports gambling? First, tell me what you do. What do you how do you partake in it? And to what level do you partake in? Do you partake in fantasy just as in one league? Are you doing daily fantasy? And, you know, sports gambling is literally almost legal in every state quicker than weed is. So are you doing sports gambling too? What's your um, thought? Where are you at as a player first?
2: Well, as far as just your your, your um, prototypical regular fantasy league, I'm only in one. I had to get out other ones. I, could, I couldn't do multiple leagues. Like it was just too much sitting there waiting to be on the waiver wide. And all that stuff trying to you know then you you find yourself rooting and then rooting against the same joker because you got you going against them in one league then you got them on your team you know what i'm saying i definitely so,
0: understand that one i definitely understand yeah, that one.
2: but um i do do the draft kings the uh the fantasy lineups i do a little bit of that um i also do the sports betting and i'm not i'm not a high end better like i do you know, I do your your, your twenty five dollar bet, your fifty dollar bet. I ain't I ain't, I ain't putting five hundred on a joker, or on a parlay, or nothing like that. So I ain't really big time, but I, I, I do it weekly though. Okay, all right,
0: that's mm-hmm. that's good to hear. So let me get to uh Mike Mo. What we, kind of do? Are you a gambler, sports gambler? Or are you a fantasy person? What, what kind of where you at with it?
3: Man, I'm a junkie. <laughs> I mean, I was in three leagues last.
0: Last year, won two Super Bowls, man. I'm in three leagues. This man, we don't year. we we want to hear about what you won, man. Uh, this is a little context. <laughs> There's a couple hey, people. Hey, man, get that
2: joke off of here, man. man. You know,
0: this is a little context. <laughs> these <laughs> people, <laughs> some <laughs> of these people are in a league that I am the commissioner in called Bring A Game. This guy right here just won it, and the other guy he ain't really bring it up either. He won it before too. So go ahead, get your get your rocks off, man. And so what? So you a junkie? Explain to people what is a junkie. What really? What, what does a junkie mean? Well, I,
3: I am a junkie, man. I, I, um, I don't get really that deeply into it as far as the research and the spreads and the and unders I ain't got that deep yet, but um, I play about five DraftKings uh, on Monday, about five on Sunday, and maybe two or three on Monday, along with the three leagues I'm in now. And it's, it's just, you know, I don't really have a lot of time to really get into it that deep. But as the year progresses and my knowledge expands with different players, I start to win a little bit more and more. I mean, I just, you know, kind of get better as the year progresses. But I'm a junkie. I have to be doing something all the time. And ain't nothing like that feeling of having two or three teams. And you looking and you know it's Sunday, Is nine games going on and seeing those scores. You call your partners talking shit. I love it. I just I just love it. And then the same thing, not only with the three leads going on, I got about five draft kings. Sometimes I really but like my man Brad said, I'm not gonna bet all at 200 two hundred, I'm betting five and ten dollars. Okay. And I have about five things going on.
0: All right, well, yeah. hold on, hold on, break break it down real quick. What when you say Three or four or five, what does that mean for the people that's not familiar with fantasy? Let let them know a little bit what that means.
3: So I play DraftKings. Sometimes uh, I may do head-to-head. You know, you can just go and bet. If you think your team is good enough, your picks for that day is good enough, you can just go and bet a random person. Put your lineup out there in the air, and somebody will get it and bet you. Right? And then, you know, you have your, like, daily leagues. I sent you one or two. I think you won. Didn't you Didn't you wear one? I, I don't want you.
0: I don't want. I don't want. I don't want to uh, yeah. toot my own horn or nothing. But you know, yeah, yeah, you know, did a little something something when I had to do a little something something.
3: So yeah. it's about twenty guys that do uh, a league every uh, every Saturday, um, uh every Sunday and every Monday as well as every Thursday, and I bring my man in here, Terrence in, and but um, I mean, it's just whoever has the best picks, right? You know, you got your quarterback, you may do a tournament or whatever. You know, you got your quarterback, two or three running backs, two or three wide receivers. It's just like a regular uh a regular league, but you just draft every week.
0: Okay. All right. So let me let me come to you, Andrew. You the old you the uh the more seasoned fan of football here. Let me see what do are you a fantasy football player or do you do sports gambling? How would you? How would you categorize yourself?
5: No, I don't uh, do fantasy, or <laughs> I don't do fantasy, or, um, or or you know I don't bet. So last no, time I bet, no, I you bet don't against put no the numbers.
0: Home. Like if it's like if the football team might make the playoffs and they give you ten to one odds, you wouldn't bet
5: that. But I bet, I bet. Uh, I lost uh, some big money on uh a year when the Giants beat uh New England in the Super Bowl.
2: Oh, and
4: you know okay, I'm okay.
5: And I was and I was I was one that Randy to won the Super Bowl and I put some big money on it and, and I lost. And I said, man, this is not for me. So. Okay, okay, that makes that, that makes sense. <laughs> that was all that was what 2007. So yeah, that's, the, so
0: if that's I, your own. So... You definitely don't bet enough. <laughs> no, let me ask no, you, I this. Don't do that. you have a lot of people around you that that either that bet or that that talk about fantasy or do your yeah. circle you know maybe
5: right? they, they, they asked me to be on a you know being a you know a group or stuff like that. But I, I said, just, nah, it's, it's not just right. not your thing. Hey, that's a, and that's why
0: we wanted to, I wanted to see what. So is it, is it really be, why do you think it's not your thing? Is not because you don't want to lose the money or is it something that's foreign to you?
5: I love money, man. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to
0: lose it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I feel you on that one. I just yeah. lost my $10. You see, I'm already P I S S E D, uh, Anthony Joshua, man. All right. That's so, $10, man. That's, Ain't no real money. <laughs> hey, it's money to me, man. You, if you do enough tens in a day, it'll it start adding up. So let's go to the young guy that really comes with you see he got the little the chair on him that look like he probably stay on the fantasy or Fortnite or something like that. So let's bring Nate Jr. here. What is this is your generation really? Cause you about a good twenty. Are you even twenty yet, Nate Jr.?
4: Yeah, almost around there. Yeah.
0: Almost, almost there. So <laughs> this is about this is your type of uh your type of thing. Where where are you with it? Are you a, a fantasy? Wow. Uh, uh, I got two, two fantasy, two fantasy you leagues.
4: Got? Two fantasy leagues. I'll be in two fantasy leagues. I'll I usually bet a couple times. I'll either do the midline or the point spread. I'll look at it. Um, Yeah, usually I'll be into the point spread midlines. I'll do like a little parlay for like a dollar, dollar five dollars ten dollars maybe it might come up big
0: see that's my family right there see you see dollar dollar fifty five dollars that's my type of bet
4: a dollar that can get you a lot of money you know what i'm saying stuff like that
0: so let me me ask you this how do y'all go about getting your gambling or your sports in is it is it you think it's been come since it become more accessible you can get on your phone and through these apps is that why you're probably getting to a little bit
4: yeah, it's just like when I'm on my computer or I'll be like in class and like they already like I finished the homework, I'll just go on my computer, look at the look at the spreads and I'll be like, it's just like a gut feeling, like who you think is really going to win by that much points?
0: Okay, let me go to, let me go to Brad. Good, 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 good chat right there, Nate Julian. Let me see what bread. what you got, Brad? I see you got nah, your No, no, nah. nah,
2: I just wanted to bring up, man, did y'all see, cause with that, What what was it, 15, 16 team parlay? And he picked the Lions on Monday night?
0: Yes, I did. i definitely seen it. But did you see what MGM did for them? Yeah, didn't they give him something? They gave him $133,000 because there was a free bet. And since he couldn't cash out, the system didn't give him an option to cash out if he wanted to or take a bet. They gave him $133,000. Now, I am upset. You I'm know sorry. How many times I done had that and they ain't never give
2: me no cash out option. Well, not just that. He shouldn't have got that money. How in the hell do you pick Detroit over Green Bay, though, Yeah, you know? it's Like, seriously. I
0: mean, that that was... I uh,
2: guess I guess he's watching the Saint game. <laughs> <laughs> Detroit
0: ain't the Saints. <laughs> hey, for a second there, it was looking close, though. I mean, it was looking like they was... It was, what, 17, yeah, they, 14 and a half?
5: Yeah, they, they was hanging with
0: <clears> him. <them>. They was hanging with him. They was hanging with him it just it just turned. Hey, that's a good that's a good one to bring up. Those are one of my counter parlays. I put out there fifteen teamers, twelve teamers that might be five dollars. I think that I think his bet was twenty five dollars though. That would have got, yeah, like got him like seven hundred and
2: sixty three. Yeah,
0: so that's my type of bet. At the most I'm gonna if I'm gonna go twenty five, you're gonna literally see me damn near win a mega million type ticket off of my twenty five dollars. They are gonna be twenty five dollars for three hundred. No, I'm not doing that. So let's keep it going a little bit. Uh, so back to you, real quick. The the junkie of all junkies that's on here, Mike Mo. Do you think the reason, if you think it, if it wasn't as readily accessible, do you think you'll be a junkie that you call yourself as far as like for daily fantasy? If it Not wasn't just on your phone as easy as it is.
3: Not at all. It's all about being mobile. I could be anywhere. If the wife want to go somewhere, i go and I'm, I'm still on it. I ain't missed a step. Kids want to go somewhere. I'm still on my phone. I ain't missed a step. That's, that's what did it. So and if it wasn't when,
0: really available, you probably wouldn't
3: be as, I, would, I wouldn't be sitting at the, I wouldn't be mobile where I could only do that one thing. I don't have time for that. I'm doing other things. And that's the good thing about it. You could be doing other things and still you know what I mean? Still uh, 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 picking you a uh, team and whatnot. And, and what Young Nate said earlier makes a whole lot of sense. In fact, I think everybody said it is that because of that phone and these apps and this betting, that's that's a whole another generation, whole another group coming to the NFL, right? So that's yeah,
0: that's coming into the sports gambling world. I mean, I, I think yeah. I probably get on if um, if skim I mean Long is on here. I'm always sending him bets through Game bet DC. And it's through the app. You know, all, everything is app-based now, and it's not, it's not like how even now, and I used to go to Delaware from Maryland was like an hour-and-a-half drive to put bets in. We used to have to do that on a regular basis to get our bets in and literally had to put the physical bet in. Now we didn't have – now DC wide open with it. Virginia has it where you can get on the app through DraftKings. I think the more readily accessible it is – now let me ask you this question. Since it's readily accessible, does it make the game more interesting for you? when you do you put in bets just to make now games that you probably not it might not be a team that you like playing but you got a fantasy league in you got a fantasy draft or a team in you want to put one in just for that day just to have the games more I see you shaking your head Brett is that is that is that, is that true
3: I stopped watching football for a couple years and I started back watching it when I got into fantasy. And, and it's Mike Moe right
0: there. Okay, so you, you 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 stopped watching football for a couple of years until you got I'm back into the Because
3: I was just kind of busy. I was doing other things, so it just wasn't – I wasn't drawn to it like I used to be. And 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 when I was drawn into it, you know, years and years ago, I'd watch one or two games and be done with it. But now I'm trying to watch every single game because I got so, so many things going on. I want to see that one player I got. You know what I mean? So – Okay, yeah, it's, it's it's great for me. What
2: about yeah. you,
0: Brad? You sound
3: like you had. No, no, like I was
2: gonna, I was kind of going to say what, the same thing with Mike just said. Like, at, at one point, it used to be like you know once once the football team game was over with, you know I I went about my day for the most part. Now, you know you'll glance at some highlights or if a game is on, you know the second the four o'clock game on <laughs> or whatever in the, on the Eastern time zone or whatever, you'll glance at it. Now you dialed in, like you looking at with dialed your fa- on. With your fantasy on top of the sports bet, you trying you on the red zone all day long, all day. That that
0: (laughs) is now let me get let me ask Andrew this because he's the only one that don't bet and he don't do um he he know about it but he don't get involved in it. Do you think Andrew, big big dog? Do you think that people this will get to a space where it start affecting the game? Like, do you think players will start knowing that there's a big old bet over here going on, or I got somebody? Could you see players? Getting tweeted to man, I need you to do this. I need you to do that. You think that will get to a space where people uh where people um will be have to worry about. Um uh, we're gonna have to start worrying about if a player is, is compromised because somebody then sent them some money. I need this for my my fantasy league or my or my bet that I got on.
5: Yes, man. I, I that's the reason why I don't bet, man, because uh, you know, it's just not, you know, not for me. But uh um, I think that you know, um, I think they take a lot out of the game. To me, you know what I'm saying. So that's what I, that's the reason why I don't, you know, get into that, you know, like that. And I when you say it that, what you, you, you mean to take game. a lot out of the
0: game? What you think? It, what, what you think
5: is taking out the game? You know what I'm saying? Like certain players, I can see. You know, I mean, like me, if I'm, I want to. Uh, certain players, you know, I'm a you know my fan of the Washington team. But I want a certain player from Dallas to do good. You know what I'm saying? Stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? So, nah, it's it's not for me. The the, the gambling and the fantasy
0: trumps yeah. your your loyalty to your team.
5: Yeah. yeah somebody yeah. might
0: so, say, okay, like I mean, as a matter of fact, I'm gonna put this question to uh to to Brad since he's in here with it. Have you ever had to have? Do you think about that when you drafting? Do you not try to draft teams or draft players that's on teams that you don't like that might play against you? Cause you're a football team fan. Do you stay away from drafting people and that's on the Cowboys?
2: Well, I mean, I currently have CD lamb and I look at, I I understand exactly what Andrew trying to say. i look at it like this. If CD lamb get his yards and they still losing, I'm good. (laughs) Like, like see, that's the, that's how you got to look at. I ain't looking for Hmm. CD lamb to have a good day in Dallas. Have a good day. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> I, just that's, want, that's I just a, want the That's stat.
0: a tough, that's a tough dilemma though, man. I mean, <laughs> I mean, you want him to get his, and if he getting his, Dude. it's
2: more likely having a chance for them to win. Well, not necessarily. They could be they could be down and they need to come back and they keep throwing. You know what I'm saying? It's different yeah. scenarios. I mean, I mean, it's definitely it's different, different scenarios,
0: scenarios. but you putting yourself in those scenarios because you got
2: oh, somebody on your team. Now, now don't get me wrong. If Dallas is playing us. That, that what what's on your on top of your head right there? If they're playing us, I don't want C D Lamb to do nothing. I will take a football team win over a fantasy win any day. I don't care what the situation needs.
0: Okay, yeah, let me ask you this. You said you'll take a football win over a fantasy win. Are you playing C D Lamb that day though? Or I'm are you gonna put somebody else I'm gonna in? play
2: him? I'm gonna play him, okay. but I don't right. care if he don't get nothing if it helps us win. You see what I'm saying? See that that's
0: why I wanted and that's why I wanted to hear. The predicament that fantasy football puts in football. fan, And the one sport that you still see in loyalty to probably outside of outside of hockey is football. Whereas I don't know if a football player will ever get to a space like our NBA players have it now where you literally following the NBA players out of some of the teams. I, I don't think it's really, I think it's probably really, you can look on your hand probably two franchises that their their fan base is still there. Regardless if a player comes to go, that's an NBA. But in football, for the most part, everybody here, if you look at it, been loyal fans to their fan bases for a good since they've been a fan of the team. Um, the only one individual of the four, I mean, of the people that's been speaking is the only one is going from the Houston Texans because of Deshaun Watson, and he's trying to figure out what he want to do because of what's going on with the quarterback. So for the most part, you're dealing with a, a game that's probably the most popular on fantasy, but you're dealing with fans. That's probably the most loyal to a team. It's certain it's certain things like that. I think I want I wanna know if somebody would let me get to Nate. Nate, you a Seahawks fan. I'm a forty nine fan. Have you ever somebody's playing against the Seahawks and you're kinda you're trying to get a win? Are you not gonna play that 49er because they playing against the Seahawks?
4: I mean I I would play him but like like he said I would take a more of a Seahawks win than him to have a good day. I'll take a zero or or a or a five-point game for a Seahawks win as long as the Seahawks win and we good do good. Okay, see
0: y'all see I'm, hold on, I don't mean to cut y'all off cuz I'm about to up the Annie. See, you see see Drew, this is what they trying to get away with. Dude. You see how they trying to dummy you down? Let me, let me up the Annie then for. him. Okay, it's week 15 and it's okay. the Red it's football team versus Cowboys. And it's Seahawks versus 49ers. Now, you need that game for your team. And you also need that game because that is also playoff time in your fantasy. Are you, which game are you taking? Are you taking that fantasy or are you taking that football win? Because week 15 in fantasy, that means if you win that, you probably one week away from getting the money. And week 15 for your football team, that's probably the time where you got to get that win to get you to the playoffs. So, Which one do you take? I'm coming to you. I, I'm gonna go first. I'm gonna
2: come to you first, Brad. Come on. I turns. What is our entry fee? $75. I will pay $75 each week if the Reds, if that guarantee the Washington football team will win.
0: Now, see, that that is that is where that is where I think the one thing that football mm-hmm. has over everything is the loyalty to the fan base. Yeah, now let me ask you, Nate. Then you the same question to you would you do? Would you go as extreme as Ryan is saying? Or would you take that person out? You want that fantasy win? Or do we'll you gonna, are
4: you going to play I would, that? I would want to see my team succeed, yes. But at week 15, I already oh, no, know which we'll team? Be. You got two teams, man. <laughs> I, the see teams I want the Seahawks to win. I want the Seahawks to win rather than my fantasy football team to win.
0: Okay, you want to see the Seahawks win rather than your fantasy. And see, that's the thing about fantasy. I know Mike Moe had to leave, but... That's the thing about fantasy, man. It puts you in an awkward predicament. Now, let me ask you one more before we leave. Now, I know, Drew, you don't make too many bets. You probably bet on the Super Bowl. So, you don't do no Super Bowl more bets since that 2007, Andrew? Have you you never bet on the Super Bowl since? No, I haven't. No. Nope. And that's probably the most bet game in all the sports
5: is the Super Bowl. But no. Go ahead. But no, what I? I mean, recently after, after that, I, I bet in basketball, the Lakers against you know. That, okay, that, that, that's yeah. that, that's but
0: basketball. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. All right, yeah. so let me. We'll, uh, all right, so would you be able to if you didn't have fantasy? I'm. I'll. I'll. I'll let me. Let me break. Let me break this question up real quick. So we 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 said we'll take seventy five dollars a win from Ryan. To get that to get a win every week, regardless of the fantasy. And Nate's saying he'll take his team over a fantasy win, even if it's week 15. Now this this is all this is this is I just want to make sure we got this on record before we go to our next segment. That, is, that, is that true life stuff right there? Did I get that correctly? Alright, alright. So that is the dilemma that now that is with fantasy. Now let me ask you this one. You got a 16 parley. That just happened that that you just seen the guy had he had a fifteen yeah. out of sixteen. Now sixteen, the sixteen pick would be that you picked. uh nah, you picked the Cowboys to beat the football team.
2: Oh. Oh yeah.
0: Wow. Nah, that's that's life cha- that's life-changing oh, money okay. right there. <laughs> all right,
2: I I just I just wanted to ask I just wanted to ask and see what it was. Okay,
0: Nate, Jenny, what would you do? You got you you got 15 out of 16 now. You done to put in a couple parlays. This is the one parlay cuz you see he had a lot of upsets. He had the buck, he had the bears. He had um he had every upset that you can get cuz he did all the money lines. So this is the 16th pick on that 16th leg parlay that you got for $25. But on this one, this is the one that you got the 49ers winning against the Seahawks. Well, first all of all, that would never happen. <laughs> I mean, it's your contrarian one. You might take the 49ers because you got on all the other six picks you didn't put out there. You got the Seahawks. And this is the one that came through. What are you going to do?
4: Man, if there's a cash out option, I'm pressing cash
0: out. <laughs> if, it's, if it's a cash out option, you playing cash out. I, hey, at least you're being honest, man. I wanted to see what that would be with that one. The,
2: the, hey, see, yeah. see, see. but but, I, but 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 on the sports betting side of things, a real sports better can't go with his loyalty to the team. You got to be smart with that. Like you got to be realistic when you actually sports bet.
0: I mean, yeah, but if you got a multiple to if you got multiple parlays like I put out there 20, you always like, "Hold on, I got that on 18 tickets. I got to go the <laughs> other way." Cuz if that game go wrong, cuz I i picked the 49ers on every ticket. Now I might have to get the Eagles some night, beloved. They could is any given Sunday,
4: yeah. but it's
0: that one ticket you got. Nate Jr. said he would cash out instead of taking the chance on the sixteen team. That is bold right there. That is loyalty <laughs> to your team right there, man. Only five six years and you wouldn't even let it, you wouldn't even see if your Seahawks was gonna lose. Nope. And see if you get the money or not. All right, man. Good conversation, man. We'll be right back with the sideline to the sweet sports podcast. It's more like a show. You want to pay that kid's tuition? You need to listen to our gambling gurus and tuition. Live on the Sideline to the Sweet Sports Podcast. That's more like a show. Welcome back. Welcome back to the Sideline to the Sweet Sports Podcast. That's more like a show. I am your glorious host, TD Stroman Third. And this is our first edition of the huddle, talking all things football. If you would like to be a part of the huddle, make sure you hit us up at 443-431-9286 or email us at sideline to the suite at gmail.com. Make sure you leave your name, your email, or contact number for us to get in contact with you, and we will respond to you as soon as you leave that message. Also, you can always hit us at 443-431-9286 to leave feedback on any episode or any thoughts that you heard on any of these shows. So we're back with the sidelines this week, and we'll continue our huddle conversation around all things football. And now this is where we get to pick some games. All right. So I picked out four major games of the week. This is week three of the NFL season. If I'm not correct, I mean, if I'm not wrong, I think this is week three. We got some teams that's two and zero. We got some teams that's seeing as true contenders that's looking like they are contenders. So I'm gonna bring in my I'm gonna bring in my esteemed panel. We have uh, Andrew out of Southeast D.C. still here with us. We got Ryan Brad Wallace out of PG County, Foursville, and Maryland. DMV gave you every location he was from. And we got Nate Junior from the West Coast calling in, too, as well, all right? So here we go, fellas. I'm going to make this quick. We're going to kind of do this quick and fast. I'm going to give you a quick preview. Our first game up is going to be the Chargers and the Chiefs. This is where the... Los Angeles Chargers, no longer the San Diego Chargers, will now be visiting the Kansas City Chiefs, who's coming off a loss. Both teams coming off a heartbreaking loss at the last second. The Chiefs fumbled the ball, and the Ravens beat them by one point. The uh, Chargers lost at the end of the game to the Cowboys by a field goal. So both teams are coming in on one So I'm going to start with Nate Jr. Who do you like? Who's your winner? Give me a couple thoughts, and what's your score?
4: Um, right now, I think I like the Chiefs. I think it's gonna be a nice, high scoring game because I think both their defense are pretty bad. Um, I want to say the score is gonna be like 28, 28 30, Chiefs.
0: 28 30 Chiefs. You think both defenses are pretty bad?
4: I, yeah, I mean,
0: I think the Charger defense is pretty not bad as the Chiefs, but okay.
4: I, because, like, the Chiefs' last last game, I was the score, like, 30. It was really close until they got the fumble. I'm not pretty sure what the score was. I think it was, was 36
0: to 35, maybe?
4: Yeah, it's still high scoring. And I think the Chargers can put up some points. So, we'll see. I think little, it's still going to be high scoring, though.
0: You got a little bit more faith in Justin Herbert than I do right now because I have on my fantasy team, and he's been uh, mediocre to above mediocre so far. But We're going to keep going. Ryan, what do you like? Chiefs and Chargers. Chargers vs. the Chiefs. First division game. Who you like?
2: Um, I like the Chiefs, man. Um, um piggyback on what Nate said, I think uh the Chargers both of their defenses are suspect, but at the end of the day, the Chiefs offense is more superior than the Chargers. So I got the Chiefs, I actually got the Chiefs big. I got it 42 to 24.
0: Wow, 42 to 24. You know, the Chargers did go in there and beat the Chiefs last year, even though Patrick Mahomes didn't play. But 42 to 24 in the division game. Woo. Good, good, nobody. All right, Andrew, let's come to you, man. What you like, Chiefs charges? I think you on, you got you got yourself on mute, there, Andrew.
5: Oh, okay. I'm sorry. You hear me now? Yeah, I got you. Chiefs
0: and okay, charges. Go- Who
5: you like? I got the Chiefs. You got uh, the Chiefs. 34, 34, 31. I think uh, Mahomes and they're gonna come back. Uh, you know, show I. You know, he, he a great quarterback. But uh, I think the Chiefs' defense ain't not that good, but I think they're going to outscore
0: him, 34-31. 34-31. We got high scoring. We got 42-24 in a blowout. We got 34-31. And what you had, Nate? What was your score? What? what did, I know you had the Chiefs, too, but you had a close one, or was it closer than that? It,
4: it was close, but I think it's going to be blowout. I, I would 28? say, yeah, 34-31
0: Chiefs, I'm going to say. 34-31 Chiefs. All right, there we go. So let's go to our second game of the week. It is the doozy. Last year, these two teams played on Monday night, and the Rams came into Tampa Bay and sent them home, Stayed, made them stay home with an L. It was a very, very entertaining game on Monday night. Actually, I loved it because I had the Robert Woods in fantasy, and he went off about 16 catches that night. But this is Tom Brady and Tampa Bay. That's why I like to call it now. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers visiting the new SoFi Stadium out there in Los Angeles, the Rams. Who do you like and why? We'll start with you, Brad, this time who do you like, the Rams at home against the defending champion Buccaneers?
2: One, because you're talking about two teams with with uh, two stout defenses, also with two really good offenses. So I think this is definitely the number one game of the week. Um, okay, you
0: I, wanna... see you, I see, I see, I see your analyst. The number yeah, one yeah,
2: game of the me. week. Okay, you hear me? Uh, if I'm gonna go. And it's going to, and I'm gonna say it's close, but I'm gonna go with the Rams, and I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say 28, 24,
0: 28, 24 Rams. Yeah. All right, that's a, that's a, that's a, that sounds like a doozy of a game. So you got Tampa Bay losing their first game in SoFi Stadium, that will be the home of Super Bowl. What is it? Super Bowl 50, whatever Super Bowl this is, but it will be at SoFi Stadium. All right. So that's coming to you, Andrew. We got. The Rams at home bringing in the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Who do you like and why? I
5: like the Rams. Uh I think Aaron Donald will show off the bomb. So I, I got him 24-21. You can put pressure, they can put pressure on um on uh Tom Brady. So okay. I think I think it'll be 24-21, the Rams.
0: I mean, they do say the best way to get pressure on Tom Brady to make him feel you is to get him on, to come up the middle, to get him in his face mm-hmm. from pressure in the middle. He don't like – it's not the edge pressure that really scares him. It's that up the middle, yeah. right in his face pressure. So you say Aaron mm-hmm. Donald going to gonna be able to get a chance to get some pressure right there. Yeah, get
5: that
0: pressure. 24-21. That looks like a more defensive game. more. And last but not mm-hmm. least, Nate Jr., who do you like in this game? Out there on the West Coast, it's a 425 Eastern style, but it's 125 on the West. You got the Rams and the Buccaneers. Who do you like
4: and why? Well, I'm gonna take the opposite. I'm gonna take the Bucks. Okay. You know. Um, I think it's gonna be, I think it's gonna be 31, 28 bucks. And I just see I see like I see like another high scoring game. I just that's how I see it. You got 31,
0: 28. 31,
4: bucks.
0: 28 bucks. Go into SoFi and open up SoFi with an L against the Rams. All right. Our next game is the Sunday Nighter. It's another rematch. They've been playing each other a lot over the last 20 years in meaningful games. Coming to Santa Clara is the Green Bay Packers playing against the San Francisco 49ers. We will start with you, Nate Jr. Who do you like? Green Bay coming off a win against the Detroit Lions. The 49ers are now 2-0. They just won against Philly, had two road games. It's their first home game. Who do you like and why?
4: Well, I'm gonna take the Packers. Um, I just think that Aaron Rodgers has something to prove now that you know the first week he came out through two interceptions, QBR is all down. I think he comes back to the Sunday night and he gets to win. Um for this one, I think I think it's gonna be twenty-eight twenty-four. Packers. Twenty-eight,
0: twenty-four. Now we heard about you being a Seahawks fan. Is that got anything to do with your pick?
4: Of course. <laughs>
0: okay. I just wanted to make sure we had that on record. With the uh, Rams
4: with the with the forty ers but I, I really see I, will, I just
0: wanted to, I, I see the consistency. I just wanted to make sure the viewer seen that that he picked the Bucks to beat the Rams. You know why the Rams the Rams are in NFC West. He's a Seahawks fan. Now and he picked the the Packers to beat the 49ers. I, I will okay. wonder matter of fact let me just get one just off the I just wanna try this out and see if it's possible. Who do you like against the Seahawks versus the Vikings?
4: The Seahawks, we beat okay, the Vikings. that's all we, wanted to we don't want to hear. That's not even a game we're 7-0 oh against the Vikings. That's
0: not even a game we're picking. We just wanted to see what was going on. Andrew, you got the 49ers <laughs> at home against the Green Bay Packers on Sunday night. They got drug last year in COVID. We had about eight people with COVID. Now they got some people back. Who do you like and
5: why? I the 49ers, man. 27-24. Uh, uh, Green Bay's um, defense suspect. Uh, they, got, <laughs> they got Joe Burry. Is their defensive coordinator. You, you know definitely I mean? should know Joe Burry,
0: right? <laughs> <laughs> the worst I,
5: defensive coordinator
0: ever, man. I, I wanted to, when I found out, <laughs> I seen that it, it was Joe Burry. It just seemed like certain people can fail forward. You know, I, it's certain people that can just fail. Joe Burry, I knew who Joe Burry was when he was here with the uh, in the great state of the nation capital with the football team. And I don't know how Joe Burry got another job that fast. Uh, me either. I don't know how. And I then to get it. a job with a team that was this close um, is mm. definitely failing forward. But, hey, mm. I just wanted to put it out there. So we come to you, Brad, last but not least. Sunday night, you got the 49ers and the Packers. Give me who you winning and why. Um, the
2: crazy thing is I think if the 49ers was at home, I would lean towards them.
0: They are at home. They're, they're coming. This oh. is their first game. This is their they are at opener. home? Yep. Oh, they are at
2: home? Okay. At home. I'm going a, I'm to a, I'm a say now – I guess I'm going to look at it like this. the 49ers win, is that considered an upset?
0: Well, right now they're favored by three. I don't know if it's been okay. bet down or not. They started the week at plus, you know, minus three. So they were, they were the home favorite.
2: Okay. I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, um, I think Green Bay is going to put up points, but I think the 49ers is going to outscore them. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to say, um, I'm going to say 30 to 21. Forty nine. Thirty to twenty one. All right. Plus mm-hmm. nine. All right. That's
0: that's a that's a significant win there. All right. So we're gonna now go to our last game of the week, and that is the Monday Night Affair NFC East Rivals on Monday night in Jerry's World. You have the one and one upstart Philadelphia Eagles against the one and one, always talked about every day, day on undisputed from the great drip Bayless. The Dallas Cowboys. So, we're going to start. We're going to let the football team uh, fans go last. We're going to come to you, Nate Jr. Who do you like and why? Eagles, Cowboys, Monday night.
4: Score. Cool. Team,
0: give me your analysis.
4: Well, taking on the fact that my dad is a is a Washington football team, I'm going to go with Philadelphia. I think they can pull the upset.
0: Hold on, man. That did not sound right, man. <laughs> did you just say, hey, yeah. come on, man. First of all, man, what is going on? I don't, since your father is a football team, did I miss something? I thought that was supposed to go the other way, man.
4: Uh, I, I I don't know. I, you can never just root for the Cowboys.
0: Okay. All right. All right. I just I, I hear that. Okay. But, you, but
4: hopefully but C.D. Lamb, Lamb has a good game because I got him in one of my leagues, but I'm going to go with Philly. Yeah. Okay, you're yeah, gonna go yeah, with Philly. Man. Okay, all right, that's
0: a good one. Okay. I thought you <laughs> I thought you about to go with the Cowboys. Okay, all right, we're going with Philly. What's your score? I gotta get a score.
4: Um I think it would just be like twenty-one twenty-eight. Twenty-one,
0: nothing twenty-eight, high. nothing too high. All right, there we go. All right, we'll go to we'll we'll lead the last football team with the football uh merchandise on his head last. Ryan, who do you like? The Eagles, cowboys, NFC East rivals of yourselves on Monday night.
2: Uh I like the Cowboys, man. I think that uh I think people got a little hype after the first week when the Eagles got their W, like they was about to do something. Jalen Hurts is still their quarterback. People forget that. He ain't proved he ain't proved nothing to me. Ooh, that's so, shady right there. Ooh, look. Okay. <laughs> they ain't proved nothing to me. So I'm gonna say Cowboys. Um is uh Amari Cooper playing?
0: I, I do not have the health. Um Thanks, that's that's I, we try to let y'all get the preparation to be ready to know who's gonna be playing. <laughs> Um, that is for your analysis. I don't know if Amari Cooper Oh, you, you sports bet, though, right? Uh, I don't. I look at this, the, the uh the, who got the plus and the minus, who so can give me the most money. <laughs> that, 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 but win. that makes a
2: difference there. <laughs> yeah. Amari, Amari,
4: Cooper, Amari Cooper is playing.
2: Okay, Amari Cooper is Amari playing. playing. That's, a, that's a Dallas W, even though I don't want it to be a W, but I'm realistic. So that's a Dallas W, and I'm going to give that a 30 to 14. That's a blowout.
0: Woo, thirty to fourteen on Monday night. You know how much people gonna be talking about the Cowboys if that happened on Monday night, thirty to fourteen. Drip Baylor is gonna come in there with all type of golds on if they win thirty to fourteen. All right. Last but not least, Andrew, who you got Monday night? Philadelphia Eagles, Dallas Cowboys. In Jerry's world, who you got as a football team fan? Well, I got a. Uh...
5: I got
0: Philly for 24-20. Philly 24-20. Uh, I'm about to say, you're gonna say a tie? It, it looked like you was you were struggling there for a second, but you <laughs> wanted to pick. You can't pick one or the other. Okay, so yeah. you got Philly 24-20. And
5: why is that? Yeah. I think uh I was watching the uh, game with uh Philly and uh I think they got a, a good good defense with me. You know what I'm saying? I think the you know, defense is I mean good I think the Dallas got a good you no know, defense, even though they got players out. They man, their defense got better. You know what I'm saying than last year. I mean, you know what I'm saying because they, they, you know, I think they, I think it's gonna be a good game. But I think I'm, I'm gonna say 24-20 Philly. 24-20 Philly.
0: All right, there we go. So sure. this is the next. Before we get through this segment, I do want to hear something. I want to get a bold prediction out of you, and I want you to say it with your chest. All right. So I want you to really believe that this bold prediction that you have is going to happen. So what is your bold prediction for the 2021-2022 season? Give it to me and why. That's coming to you, Nate. What's your bold prediction for this NFL season coming up? Any bold predictions? Uh,
4: bold prediction. bold predictions. I think, I don't know. It's, it's, it's early. Everyone's kind of suspect right now. I just feel like any team from the NFC West has a chance of making it really far because that division is really hard. That ain't bold I
0: mean,
4: I mean i mean everybody says that i mean of course i'm gonna put seattle going to the air that ain't bold okay.
0: give me a bold prediction did you not ah. hear what we just said with a bold prediction bold. is something that you're gonna say it with your chest you ain't even saying that with your chest you're kind of saying that with your butt you're kind of saying that with your hand you ain't even really feeling that kind of pick you
4: said Uh i don't know everyone's kind of suspect right now Le- all right Le- we're gonna, Le- we
0: gonna go to somebody else and hey, come back let's else. see come if somebody back. else can help you out with a bold prediction
4: Ryan Brad, Wallace, give me one. What's
0: your bold prediction for the 2021-2022 season?
2: New England Patriots will make the
0: playoffs. The New England Patriots will make the playoffs. Now, they do get seven teams, so you saying who Mac Jones is going to get them to the playoffs?
2: Yes, sir. I think they're going to make it, man. You can't hold you can't hold Belichick down for but so long, man. So you got them making one of the seven spots
0: cuz this is yes, the sir. year we get another. Well, last year was the first year we had seven. So you saying of the seven in the AFC? The New England Patriots with who? Mac Jones will be making the playoffs. All right? Yes, sir. Andrew, give me your bold prediction. Not one of these, you know, those ones we just kind of, the NFC West going to have a good team. They're going to be good. Not that kind of prediction. A real bold <laughs> prediction that you can say it with your chest and you mean it. Give me something, Andrew. What you got? Uh, Teller Tyler- Heineken is
5: going to have a, a great season this year.
0: Hold on, now we got to get the bold. <laughs> What's a great season? Is he a he a pro bowler? He gonna, uh, he gonna throw he the gonna five thousand? He gonna make the
5: playoffs? Gonna, What's a great season? He gonna win? us a lot of games this year.
0: Man, that's still kind of generic. <laughs> I need some type of bold prediction with it. He making the playoffs? Right. He right, gonna, gonna win make, the division? Make, right, what he
5: gonna do? We gonna we gonna make the playoffs this year, and we gonna win our, uh, the, the playoff game. That is bold. He all
0: right, so the football team with Taylor Heineken. You know, pop your Heineken, Heineken is going to lead the team to the playoffs and they're going to win a playoff game. That's pretty bold. That is pretty bold. I'm not even going to lie. That is pretty bold. Hey, hey,
2: hey. P.S., he got a uh, sponsorship with Bud Light. Heineke ain't hit, uh, Heineken's ain't hit him back, man. Are you yeah. serious? Yeah. Wow. yeah.
0: How did you let that one go? <laughs> that was a miss. All right, so, Nate, here we go. I'm coming back to you. This is called say it with your chest. Now say it with yeah. your foot. Now say it with your knee. Or say it with your ear. I want you to say it with your chest like you mean it. All right. What's the bold prediction that you got for the 2021-2022 two, two season? Two bold
4: predictions. Russ will finally win an MVP th- this year. And and Justin Fields will lead, will be the starting quarterback from here on out and lead them to a playoff spot. Man, I'm going I'm, to I'm I'm let you. Uh,
0: Russell Wilson <laughs> being the MVP is not bold, man. He, it he is he bold. Said, he, man.
4: Hasn't, he hasn't even got a vote yet.
0: Okay, the, the, and then why's well, got to always come back to the Seahawks, man? It yeah,
4: always, always got to be around there. All
0: right, we're gonna let we're gonna let you live on that one. All right, so before I let you go, I got last one. Who do you have in the NFC title game, AFC title game, and who is your Super Bowl? Quick, going to you first, Brett. What you got? AFC title game, NFC title game. It is early. In
2: the NFC title game, I have the Rams versus Tampa Bay. The Rams versus Tampa Bay. Who wins? Rams. Rams. AFC I'm title all, game. I'm all in on Rams. I'm I all see. in on You're Rams. You're all in. AFC title yeah. game. AFC. This is going to sound crazy, but this is a bold prediction. Okay. I got Denver. Denver in the AFC title game. Yes, sir. Okay. I got Denver versus Cleveland
0: Browns. The Denver Broncos versus the Cleveland Browns. Hey, the it's AMC called title. bold
2: predictions. It's hey, called hey, bold. The, the,
0: the bold. This is not necessarily bold. I was, the, the bold predictions was save it to your chest. You can keep that one that one. But, okay, we're going to keep it going. So, who you got winning that one?
2: Oh, what? Uh, oh, Cleveland I, got, uh, and Denver. I, I'm, I got Cleveland winning that.
0: Cleveland and Denver. So, you got Cleveland versus the Rams in L.A. for the Super Bowl. Who wins it all? Rams wins it all, man. Rams win it all. So, Mad that means the second team. The, Super Bowl second MVP, team will win, the second team will win a home game at their home stadium to win the Super Bowl. All yep. right, that is bold. You, you kept going with saying with your chest into the next segment. The next segment. Okay, keep saying it with your chest. All right. We're going to go to you, Nate. Junior, what you got? AFC title game, NFC title game. And AFC,
4: we, I got the Kansas City versus the Bills.
0: Kansas City versus the Bills. Who wins? Kansas City. Kansas City. NFC title game. Who you got?
4: Of course, I have to go with the home team. So I got the Seahawks. No, oh, no, no, no. Seahawks! Okay, I got the Seahawks. I say we play. We play Tampa Bay.
0: Tampa Bay. Who wins?
4: I think Tampa Bay. I'm. A, I'm not gonna go with my team this year. I think Tampa Bay takes it.
0: All right. So you got Tampa you sure, Bay, Nate?
4: Nate? You sure? I'm. I'm Nah, you know what? I'm gonna put the Seahawks. Yeah, I'm yeah, quick. exactly. I'm you Seahawks. know
0: who's <laughs> going? I mean that that really couldn't have been sure. You see, I quickly flip flopped on that one. That one, that i is not saying with his chest. All right, so you got Seahawks mm-hmm. versus who? Kansas City or the Bills? Kansas City, Kansas City. And who wins? Seahawks or Kansas City? Of
4: course, the Seahawks.
0: Okay, high scoring
4: game, high scoring game. Defense, defense is not even going to be an option.
0: All right, okay, Andrew. Last but not least, AFC NFC title game. Did I get yours?
5: No, you ain't.
0: Okay, go ahead. What you got? I'm,
5: I'm gonna say the Chiefs and the Raiders.
0: The Chiefs and the Raiders in the AFC title game, okay? That's yeah. bold, bold. And who you got in it? Who wins that?
5: I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with the Raiders. Ooh, Raiders! All right.
0: And your NFC title game, who you got?
5: I got the Rams and Tampa Bay. The Rams and
0: Tampa Rams, Bay. We gonna have the Rams and the Raiders in the Super Bowl. The Rams and the Raiders in the Super Bowl. And who you got winning it
5: all? I got the Rams.
0: (laughs) You got the Rams winning it all. All right, there's a lot of spec. Ooh, that is two Rams and we ain't even going to bring up the Seahawks. So we know who's going to pick the Seahawks anyway. But two Rams and a Seahawk. All right, there we go. But I want to thank each and every one of y'all for being a part of this first huddle discussion. I know we had to lose my big brother Mike Moe, but I want to give y'all all all a hand clap. (laughs) Like I said, if you want to be a part of the next huddle, make sure you reserve your spot. If you want to be a part of the huddle and you wasn't on this one, make sure you hit us at 443-431-9286, 431 9286 or you can email us at sideline to the suite at gmail.com. I want to thank each one of my panelists, Andrew out of Southeast, Ryan Breadhead-Wallace from out of PG County, Foursville, DMV, Maryland. Gave you every location he had. Nate Stroman, Jr. from out of the West Coast, Cali, Seahawks. Was easily... Easily changed his mind to the Seahawks for everything. Thank you, each one of you guys, for being a part of um being a part of the first huddle, the sideline to the suite. I'll make sure I get this back to you before we put it out to the people. All right, but thank you and thank each and every one of y'all. If you again, if you want to be a part of it, make sure you hit us up at 443-431-9286. Do y'all got any last words before we let you go? We we'll say thank you, all right, nah, man. It. Hey,
3: everybody,
2: good luck on their bets, man. Fantasy teams and everything tomorrow. <laughs>
3: Yeah, yep, yep. Joshua,
0: thank you for man. having me. I, I wish you'd have said that before we did this. That damn Joshua. All right, but this is the Sideline to the Sweet Sports Podcast. That's more like a show. You want to pay that kid's tuition? You need to listen to our gambling gurus intuition Live on the Sideline to the Sweet Sports Podcast. That's more like a show. Mm-hmm. Welcome back to the Sideline to the Sweet Sports Podcast. That's more like a show. I am your glorious host, T.D. Stroman Third. I want to thank each and every one of our panelists that took part in our first ever huddle discussing all things football. So I want to give them a hand clap. If we can give them a hand clap, that'd be greatly appreciated. Again, if you would like to be a part of the huddle, make sure you hit us up at 443-4319-286. Again, that number is 443-4319-286. You could just leave your feedback or you want to make a comment about something you heard on the huddle. Make sure you hit us up at 443 4319286 If you also like to be a part of the show for all press inquiries, sideline to the suite at gmail.com. We'll make sure to follow you up, follow up with you. That is sideline to the suite at gmail.com. Make sure you follow our pages on Facebook, sideline to the suite, like our page on YouTube, subscribe, sideline to the suite. And we on IG sideline underscore to underscore the underscore suite underscore podcast. Make sure you, you can also follow me individually on Twitter at T-D-S-T-R-O-M-A-N-I-I-I, all right? That is T.D. Stroman third. the two, the three eyes are for like the third, all right? Make sure you just keep it respectful because at the end of the day, it's just sports. To the next time, peace and love. See you on the next episode of the Sideline to the Sweet Sports Podcast. That's more like a show.
1: Yo, yeah, yo, yeah, yo, yeah, yo, yeah, yo, yeah, yo, yo, yo. Sideline to the sweet, players and executives meet. Talking about doves and defeats. Sideline to the sweet, the From sideline where the players at to executives up in the suite. Talking about practice, they on the heat. Playoffs, they can't compete. I want winners that want to win. Fall down, get back up again. Talking sports, gonna tell a friend about sideline to the sweet players and executives me talking about dubs and defeat, sideline to the, sweet, sweet.